Hey guys, this is Tim Daniel. So, um, like always, if you're a basketball podcaster, news breaks once you're done recording. Like in this case, four minutes after we were done recording, uh, the Alec Burks Knicks to the Pistons trade came out. So we do not talk about that on the episode. Um, I know a lot of you are probably like, yeah, it's Alec Burks who gives a crap. I understand, but I like to cover everything. So we just now found out about Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks going to Detroit right when we got done recording. So... We do not mention that here, but we do mention a bunch of other stuff. So check it out. I hope you enjoy it. Let us know, and uh, we'll be back. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but can't handle what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this family is running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. Good evening, everybody. Happy Tuesday night as we're in our free agency primer here on the 48 Minutes Basketball Network. Uh, forgot it's like the weird year where all of a sudden it's on a Thursday. Um, sure, I guess we'll run with it. But uh, yeah, we're here to kind of talk about some of the most intriguing parts of free agency that caught our eye. Uh, I'm Tim Daniel. Excited to be here as always with my good friend, Sean Mackey. How Hello, are you, Tim? Buddy? Well, uh, I'm not wearing a Conair shirt this week. And uh, I'm super excited because they announced uh, Ghostbusters 4 today, Uh, December 23rd. Yeah, December uh, 20th, uh, 2023. So it's coming next December. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know. All right. Count me in. Count me in. We'll be there. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, So like we said, this is our free agency preview episode. Uh, We're going to kind of go through some of the big trending topics of conversation. Uh, I'm sure some other things will come up. I did forget completely to put the John wall to the Clippers news in the thing, uh, in the slides, but um, I don't really know if we need to spend uh, 10 minutes talking about three guys who don't play. So I guess four, if you count Nicholas Batum. Um, So we'll get to that obviously throughout the process, Um, but kind of real quick, just looking at this free agency, Sean, Um, It's kind of become the free agency that is like what could have been. Uh, This is the year that was supposed to be big, but everyone signed extensions. Um, You know, this was going to be Giannis's free agent year. He signed that huge deal with the Bucks, obviously. Uh, A few others have gone through the stretch, but this is kind of a lack thereof free agency compared to years past. Yeah, with the uh, with all of the extensions that are signed are going to be signed uh, that are expected to be signed. I feel like that the uh, this is going to be a pretty ho hum free agency year. Um, I, there's nothing that's going to be huge. I don't think there's going to be now. I mean, we're going to talk about there's going to be a lot of guys that are opting in, getting a lot of money. I mean, they are securing final huge paydays for their career. Russell Westbrook is one of them. Uh, John Wall did it, or he's going to do it as well. So, um, and they should, you know, they signed up for that. That was what the team signed up for. Um, they're they're cashing in on the last bet they can get, and of course, they could get bought out, or they could, you know, if if, if you know that ended up happening, or or we could um, we could end up in a scenario where they force a trade, and you know, if a guy's on a last year deal, you know, it's a little bit easier to swallow, I should say. So, um, it's going to be kind of a, a weird couple of days. I don't, I don't think it's going to be, it, this isn't, I, I've, 
I've seen really crazy free agency periods in my time. Obviously, the LeBron to Miami one was the the biggest one of all time. Just a absolutely wild summer. I mean, I was checking tweets every minute. <laughs> I was at Kings Island uh, and then reading tweets that you know Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh wanted to play in Chicago. And I was, oh man, this is going to be nuts. This might actually happen. Spoiler alert: It didn't. So it um, did, didn't. So it's like I, I don't know if anything's ever going to top anything like that. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll kind of go through here, uh, kind of talk about some stuff I kind of chopped up from different articles uh, to have for topics of conversation. Um, and then we'll also kind of, I'm sure other things will come up through the conversation as well. But uh, we'll start with the big news from yesterday is that Kyrie Irving has decided to stay in Brooklyn and um, had the quote of quotes when he said, when he opted in, first off, he opted in for 37 million. So his whole like, I'm changing the world uh, conversation and keeping the world going because I'm going to play 31 games and make 38 million um, is hilarious. But yes, he said after Shams reported that, you know, cause the whole conversation was, and look, I'm really, I really believe this was a deep conversation with the way that you kind of heard how things were going, that he was considering the Lakers and kind of, you know, trying to work something out. And, you know, there were some rumblings that he'd even be willing to take the mid-level, which was the max the Lakers could offer him. Um, you know, and obviously there was apparently the rumor that they offered a big, the Lakers offered a sign and trades uh, around Westbrook, uh, which obviously they weren't going to take, but Kyrie Irving comes out and says, after Sean puts the article out, what he, he says, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us to tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. And um, first thing I want to ask is what the hell does that mean? Um, and the second thing I trying to figure out here is like, what does Kyrie Irving do different? It's like, okay, well, you know, you didn't want to get vaccinated. So, you know, you weren't very helpful there when you couldn't play a majority of the season in your home arena. Um, you were literally the, uh, the ultimate NBA part-time player. Um, you have, blown up every team you've played on. Like you've literally tried to find a way to get away, get out of everything. And now it's like, man, I really would like to go play with LeBron again. We could really do this thing again and run it back in LA with Anthony Davis. And he can be the leader. I don't have to be the leader, but financially, do I really want to walk away from 31 and a half million dollars? Probably not. Um, just a mess. And this whole Nets thing, like I understand he's opted in but I don't feel like this is the end because one, it's Kyrie Irving. Let's be honest here. There's going to be more drama. Oh and yeah. Yeah. And two, um, if this thing sucks because they, they have a lot of needs as you see here uh, that Bobby Marks put in a rim protector, backup point guard, if uh, a healthy Joe Harrison, Ben Simmons, a wing defender and depth at power forward and center. That's not like, it's like you go to the grocery store and you need milk. That's like you go to the grocery <laughs> store and you need everything. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, man. Uh, yeah. Net. So here's the thing. So I'm going to throw out a hypothetical. What is the best case scenario in your mind for this team right now? For this team currently constructed, let's just say this is with Kyrie Irving, with KD, with Ben Simmons, the mystery man. They have those three guys. What is the ceiling for this team? They're the third best team in the East behind... Milwaukee and Boston. Okay. Best case. 
That's the best case. Okay. Best case. Yeah. Okay. So you have to think with the holes on this roster and they are holes. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of holes on this roster and it was pretty evident last season. Um, Blake Griffin Blake, aged very fast, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Old Blake. And then you had LaMarcus Aldridge who retired and then came back and like, uh, and Patty Mills was not what we expected. We really thought that, you know, I was definitely on the train that he was going to have a good season. This was a good situation Sixth for man him. Of the year, we called it. Sixth man of the year. Yeah. Um, and, and he's, he just signed a one year. So he's off the books this year. Correct. Yeah, but I think he has an option. Um, okay. okay. I don't know if it's a mutual option. I'd have to look at a spot track, but. I don't know how much more money he's going to end up making elsewhere. Um, Joe Harris and Simmons. That's a big thing. Joe Harris. I, you kind of forget that Joe's there. So um, I do. with all this, all this star power blinding us in Brooklyn. Um, yeah. The depth of the power forward in the center spot is the biggest. I think the biggest issue here with this. Um, now, if Ben Simmons plays, he can be a power forward. Okay. Yeah. Do you get on your drumming back? Probably not. No, probably Pro- not. Probs not. So if you're saying best case scenario, if everything works out, they're able to fill these voids three seed. Yeah. Because I mean, the Celtics get a couple wing scorers off the bench and it's like, you know, they probably still don't beat Golden State by any means, but they're much closer than the clinching game losing by 20. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think um, the way that this team is currently constructed in Brooklyn, it's not gonna, this season is not going to end with this squad. The, the, I, I don't Correct. see all, I don't see all three of these guys playing through the playoffs making it to the playoffs. I just, I don't see a scenario. I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons, man. Like, I mean, uh, the, I mean, it was no just, it, it was a, it was what happened at the end of the season with them was a complete and utter clown show. Um, and the way that they handled it, the way that they leaked that he was going to play and they said he wasn't going to play. I mean, it made Steve Nash just look like a fucking idiot. Um, and if I was Steve Nash, I would be like, I, I, I want out of this. I went out of this because this is not what he signed up for. He signed up for coaching a super team um, with, you know, all these different players and they it's, that's not what they have right now. They have a guy who hasn't played and now over a year playing with them. Um, KD obviously still one of the best players in the NBA. And then you got Kyrie Irving who, like you said, part-time, you know, and, and the thing that I liked that you said the most, Tim, was this isn't over. Like this, the drama is not over yet. There is going to be something else that is going to happen. I mean, he's opted in, obviously, for the catch, and he has every right to do so. Okay, it's a lot of, lot of freaking Absolutely. money. Absolutely, a lot of freaking money. They said they're going to pay him this. He's like, all right, I'm going to take it then. It's take the money, move elsewhere later. And this is going to be the same kind of situation I might talk about with Bradley Beal later, which I. 100% thing's going to happen because there's no way if Bradley Beal signs a huge extension, he's going to finish that there. Get the money now, move on. Um, that's the scenario. But I feel like this team, um, I, with the money that they're spending on all of these players, they're not going to have anybody that's going to – And I, if you're a role player, let's say you are a, a decent NBA role player. Let's say you're a um, – I don't know. 
trying to think of somebody who would who would sign with Brooklyn. Um, I don't know. Let's let's Malik Monk. Malik Monk. We could say yeah. We'll say Malik Monk. Um, do you want to go play someplace like that? I mean, okay, maybe Malik Monk's a bad example because he just played on that Lakers team. He's probably like, this is great. Yeah. This is whatever. But like, yeah. Let me look real quick at like the top four free agency list. So he was the first name I saw there. But yeah, if you're like a like a Victor Oladipo and you're like on the market and you're like, you know, I just had this really fun postseason with the Miami Heat. I found my role. I played it really well. Why would I want to go to Brooklyn and kind of like be up in the air every night? Like I know what I'm doing here in Miami. I'm comfortable here. Um, yeah, um, Cody Martin. He's a restricted free agent for Let's, Charlotte. What What about what about Kavon Looney? Somebody like that, you know? Is Kavon? I mean, Kavon Looney is probably gonna get offered a hefty sum to leave Golden State. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I would, I assume he's gonna get offered that, but also with the Wiggins which we'll talk about the Warriors later with all the other guys. Yep. I almost kind of feel like if anyone's not going to be a warrior next year, it is him because they do have, yep. you know, Mr. James Wiseman sitting there. Um, but do. I, yeah, I expect so. And then, you know, I think like a Cody Martin would be fun in, in Brooklyn. Um, I don't know what it would take because I think Charlotte does well, like him from what I understand. I mean, I mean, this, these are the guys that we're looking at. Okay. People dude, that they dude, can dude. go ahead. Marvin Bagley is going to end up on the Brooklyn Nets this <laughs> Yeah, I could see them taking a taking a shot at with Bagley. I could see that happening. That's going to happen. That's for sure. Like, oh man, you know, he played at Duke and he's got this tremendous upside. And, you know, he was just used the wrong way in Sacramento. And you saw what Andre Drummond did with us when uh, he came over from Philly. So we can do that again for less money. I mean, when you're looking here at the, at the you know, the people that, uh, are you know unrestricted free agents this year? Who is going to take? I mean, do they have a mid level in in Brooklyn right now? Uh, I believe they do. Let me pull up Bobby Mark's thing because I cut that a so, little too close. So if they if they have a if they have a mid level, you know, if somebody is convinced that this team is going to stay together, and like if I'm a role player, I don't know if I'm joining a shaky squad like this at this point, but like. You know, is this some place that you could see, you know, Robin Lopez going to, or you know, does he Montrez, get to take Disney with him? Montrez Harrell, you know, or you know, uh, you know, Thomas Bryant. I mean, I don't, I don't know who who's going to go there and and take a, a small deal. Some of these guys can get, you know, I mean, Javale McGee's going to end up with this team, isn't he? Oh yeah, that's probably yeah. happening. Yeah, you're probably that's, right. Um, that's probably happening. All right, I'm gonna put my money on that. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting because I know DeAndre Aiden's even been discussed as like a sign-in trade here, and I'm like, how? With who? Yeah. Ben Simmons? <laughs> yeah, Cameron Thomas, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't. I don't see it. But I don't either. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a mess, man. It's definitely a mess. All right, let's go real quick because now we have uh, the Lakers who are only 560000 over the luxury tax at the moment. They do have that $6.5 million mid-level and then the veterans minimum and the trade exception of $2.7 to $1.7 uh, LeBron's two-year deal that he's signed does kick in on August 4th. 
uh, for that 97.1. Um, but I laughed my ass off at uh, Bobby Mark's team needs list was sacrifice from their veterans. That's hilarious. Um, youth sprinkled throughout their bench. Depth at gonna... every position. <laughs> Depth at every position is my favorite. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, this team's, this team is, is also a mess. I mean, these are, the NBA has really folded in on itself with what has happened between these two teams. These like suppose like the superstar team up era has hit a wall with these two yes, teams. Yes. And yeah, especially when you're watching Golden State and Boston play in the finals, and it's like, oh, you mean if you just grow talent and you just keep them together, things happen? And you plug a guy yeah. in here and there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, even even the year before, you know, with uh, with Milwaukee the year before, it was the same situation. Yeah. So, um, or or the Phoenix Suns, you know, these were teams that you know built up. So, um, the Lakers have traded every draft pick they've ever owned away. They have nothing left. Um, they gave up. You know, they got AD, and I like AD, but. He is injury prone. Um, I don't think he's. I don't think he's the. I I don't think he's the number one option on a great team. So um, that's where you've you've painted yourself into a corner with this. Now, did they win an NBA title? Yes, they did. No matter what happens in these next two years, it was worth it because they got another chip. I get it. Okay, but this has not been fun. <laughs> did you know that that team? I fe- I, look, I found this the other day because Bleach reported that like top ten NBA champions of the last ten years, and that Lakers team was tenth on the list. And I was like, um, I'd have to look at it more. So that team was fifty-seven and zero when they had a fourth quarter lead. Like going into the fourth quarter, if they had a lead, they were fifty-seven and zero. Yeah, yeah, they were. That's pretty insane. It is. Pretty it insane. is. But. But, you know, it's like, you know, we've talked about this before. It's going to be a forgotten championship, you know, and it's not anybody's fault um, at all. I mean, the the NBA shouldn't have even – I mean, uh, the fact that they were able to pull off what they were able to pull off with the bubble and get everybody down there and everybody participated. Impressive. Yeah, It was impressive. impressive, and they really gutted the, – the NBA really gutted out the end of that season. Um, Agreed. You know, and I don't – you know, so it – you know, it was impressive. I had fun watching it. I yeah, really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like when I was stuck in my house, that was like my like sanity. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to read this to you because I know you don't have as much free time during the workday like I do, where I <laughs> um, but my guy Malik Monk, who just played for the Lakers last year, you know, had a great year, was really good in his role for that team. Um yeah. spoke with the athletic about you know his future. This is what my man had to say here. Um, He said this before free agency, before he signed a contract, mind you. Um, The fact his agent let him talk blows my mind. These are the, this is the quote from Malik Monk that he told the athletic. They might not be able to pay me as much as I want, but I could be here and be way more comfortable as a Laker than going to any other team. They're paying me 5 million more. So it's just me trying to figure out what team would really want me. My guy, don't tell anyone you're taking less money. Was your agent around? Did your agent like go like, don't stop, stop talking, don't say anymore? Like, yeah, man, this is this is rule number one. Lakers, especially for a Lakers team who is like on the bubble, on like this close to like paying the luxury, and you're like, yeah, you know, they got two million to give me. Sure, why not? Yeah, 
Yeah, and and he's worth. I mean, on the open market, Malik Monk is worth more than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Malik yeah. Monk is a guy that, like, if he was available for the Bulls to get as a shooter off the bench for a good amount, I'd sign him in a heartbeat. I I don't I don't know if I would. I don't know. I mean, he's good, That's, but you know, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, who's going to control the front office this year for the Lakers? I think we all know the answer. We just avoid that answer as much as possible. Um, the answer so, is Kurt, it's Kurt Rambis. So yeah, always has been, always will be. <laughs> so I was listening. I listened to Locked On Lakers yesterday because I was like, "All right, sure, I'll dive into here what the what the Laker fans have to say about this Kyrie stuff." And they were kind of talking about like the guys who were just in this last roster, who they would and wouldn't bring back. And I actually kind of found it interesting. So, you know, they're like, Dwight, no. Um, you know, just doesn't have a role in this NBA where you can where nope. he can play consistent minutes. Washed. Um, yeah. They said Carmelo, even though he had a really good start to the year, they wouldn't bring him back as much as they would love to have him as a journalist around to talk to because he's a great conversation. Does nothing for what they want to do on their timeline. Um, sure. I was like, okay, sure. Blake Monk, obviously, everyone says if they can get him back, they'd get him back because, you know, he was really good and he's young. Um, Austin Reeves will obviously be back. You know, he had a really good rookie year for them. I'm so, I laughed so hard. So I left your house Thursday, got home during the second round of the draft. And when I, 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 I you know, when they traded and they bought that pick from the Magic to trade in the second round, I was like, okay, cool. They're going to go get like EJ Liddell. Like they really need like, yeah. like that's going to be really yeah. good. They got Max Christie on a team that shot horribly from three last year. They got a guy who shot 30% from three. So yeah, I, I was blown away that, that he dropped that far in the draft and the Lakers. Cause I mean, I was kind of waiting to see if they were going to get them. I'm like, okay, go for it, man. You yeah. Go for it. And they did not. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what the Lakers are doing. They're a mess. Um, Nets are a mess. Um, they're completely locked in. I mean, the fact that how much is Russ making now? Is he he's opting into a forty-seven point four? Get that, get that paycheck, Mister uh, Westbrook. That's that's impressive, man. You know, I mean, he's a former MVP. So yeah. um, on a on a re- Bayless on the internet right now, you know. Well, you know, someone's got to do it. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to um, do it. Yeah, I don't know who they could, who they all they bring back. Um, this is a good Nick Batum team. If like you know he's out there and he's available and he wants yeah. to go there, like I yeah. think that's a good role play for them, uh, especially that veteran uh, veteran exception. Um, but he did just have a pretty good year with the Clippers, so he's it's going to be interesting. Um, do you think now is this a potential after he just had a good run with the Nuggets and he's a free agent? Is this a potential re- bring back Boogie Cousins situation? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, if I was a, if I was a team that was willing to You can't to be asking for much effort. money. So, you know. No, no. I'm, I'm, I mean, Boogie had a, had a nice little run with the Nuggets, like you said. Um, I, I would, I'd take a waiver on, on Boogie. Yeah. Cause he's yeah, one of those guys that like, every once in a while, he's got one of those games where he busts out like a 25 and 10 and you're like, well, yeah. you know, whoa. Yeah. It was like um you remember when like Penny was playing for the Suns and he'd occasionally have one of those like twenty one and twelve games and you're like, Oh yeah, he can still do it. 
He still and got he, it. Like, yeah. Those are few and far between. He goes to the Knicks and he has like one like 23 point game. You're like, this is great. And you're like, yeah. And he would. He, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. That's that's kind of what happened back then. So it's kind of, that's kind of how I felt about Grant Hill. Like Grant Hill was like always injured, but then he'd like come back and he would play really, really well. And I'm like, oh man, I wish we could just keep Grant Hill healthy all the time. And then Phoenix figured out a way to do that because they've got some, yeah. you know. Some Lazarus pit. Yeah. Some Lazarus pit they threw him in for years and he kind of became like a great role player during that time. I'm convinced that Ray Shalgul works for the Phoenix Suns and that's how everyone just like lives longer and like it stays healthier. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that possibly as a segue to say that that's not the case with DeAndre Ayton because it sounds like he's on the move. Yeah, so that was topic <laughs> number three. What happens with DeAndre Ayton? Uh, so I pulled out a clip here from the Sporting News. If you're watching along, which if you are, thanks. And if you're listening, thanks for listening. Um, so apparently Atlanta wants to sign DeAndre Ayton, but for far less than the max. Uh, James Jones has said that Ayton remains to be a big part of the Suns, which I don't know if Monty Williams feels that way from how things looked in the postseason rotation. No, no, he's gone. <laughs> um, yeah, he's gone. I, I feel like he's gone too. And that opens up a big can. So one of the teams that was heavily linked to him was the Pistons. Uh, but now that they got Jalen Duren in the draft, which I cannot believe they got Jalen Duren in the draft. Unbelievable. Great, great move by Troy Murphy. What an unbelievable Pistons draft. Kudos to them. Um, I think that kind of takes them out of the picture now. The Hawks make a ton of sense uh, if there's something where they can't yeah. make out the money um, as far as like Trey Young and him. And, you know, maybe John Collins goes to Phoenix in the trade. If you do a yeah. trade. Yeah. I mean, with there's a lot of different options that you can do in Atlanta. Uh, John Collins would definitely have to be part of this deal. And also uh, not a bad take back uh, for, no, do for Phoenix. You could do far worse with that. You pay you, you you pair him maybe with a Conquo, and you know it, you're 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 at twenty nine million at that point and some change. So you know you could do that, or you know if you say you take him off and you know the asking price is a little bit steeper, and maybe just maybe um, you throw Bogdanovich in there. I don't know if that, that's going to probably be a little bit too much. That's forty one million, but. Um, everybody's getting big money right now, and DeAndre Ayton is going to get paid. He is a he is a really really interesting prospect. I feel like Phoenix completely undervalued so many of the things that he did these last two seasons. Um, I agree. He was so good. I mean, you obviously, um, you know, Booker had a great year. CP3 was great too. But Mikhail, Mikhail, yeah, but the yeah. God, he was so good too. He's another one who was so good. Um, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Aiton is a stud. I really like Aiton. I like what he does. Um, he is a. He's one of those guys who's going to put up a quiet twenty and ten on a nightly basis, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. And also, you know, he's he's still young, man. It's like I, if I'm a if I'm a team like Atlanta that needs to make a change and they do need to make a change. It just, it makes so much sense. It makes so much take, take a waiver with them. Go for it. Sign him on big deal. Pair him up with Trey young, give Trey young a running mate for the next five years. Here's a question. Go for it. If Aiton walks, so something happens, they get a sign and trade. Yeah. 
does Phoenix bring in Mo Bamba coming off his best year of his career where he was 11, eight and almost two blocks a game because they've shown that they don't need a center to do much. They just need someone to hit the boards, play defense. And yeah. he finally had a really good year and he shot 38% from three. I know I just said they don't need someone to score, but they're not going to turn that down. Um, it's the Mo Bamba right. Renaissance on guys. Are we, are we Mo yeah. bombing again? I know you are, Tim. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a he's an excellent cheaper option to bring in um, to uh, to replace him. I feel like the steam is going to run out on Phoenix this year, regardless of circumstance. CP three another year older. Booker obviously fantastic basketball player, just so so good. But um, I I don't know, man. I feel like their window may have shut with Aiton leaving. I'll be I'm, that's just the way I feel. I don't know why. Um, I, I will say with Booker, Paul and Mikhail Bridges, I still give them a good chance to be a good basketball team. Um, if, if Paul is healthy, right. I understand. He has to, he has to be healthy. And that's, and like putting all of your stock in a guy who's going to be what 38, 39 years old this year. It's, that's a lot to ask. So it is a lot Um, of mileage on those knees, man. Yeah. I mean, you're starting to see like the LeBrons and the Durans and stuff like that injuries are a very common thing with them. And obviously that was before like his older years with him, but um, he's a guy I'm always going to root for to win a championship. So yeah. And it's always going to be a fool's errand every year. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell, there you go. There you go. The chat today. I, I like that. I haven't mentioned him because when the bulls do trade Vucevic, I want Mitchell Robinson. Um, That's who you so. want. You want, you'd want him over Aiton. I'd take Aiton. We can get Aiton. If they can get Aiton, then yeah, obviously get Aiton. I just don't feel like the Bulls will get Aiton. Um, I, I honestly, like, I really like Vucevic in Phoenix. Like, yeah. I think he adds a whole different dynamic to that team that Aiton doesn't do. Like, Vooch can spread the floor, man. Like, he's he's good. And, you know, he can get boards. He can do all that. I, there's a lot of things that that Vooch does. That's, that's very good. And we're probably like, we probably have like one, one more like decent year of his prime. I feel like too. So. Yeah. I think he gets a lot of sh- uh, crap for how he played um, this year, but actually like he was pretty good in that playoff series. He was, uh, he was, the, he was very impressed at moments. Yeah. They don't get the one win they had without him. No. Um, but yeah, I do think the bulls are going to move on strictly for the salary sake. They're going to try to get someone and they're going to pair that with Kobe white. Um, and that brings us to our next part of the discussion here are uh, two big time shooting guards, probably the best two players available. Uh, you know, I don't know, depending how you look at James Harden still, um, do Bradley Beal and Zach Levine stay with their teams. Does Bradley Beal go back to Washington? Does Zach Levine go back to Chicago? Um, I believe fully in my heart of hearts that Zach Levine will be back with the bulls. Um, five years, 215 mil. He can't get that anywhere else. Um, I know that, there's been some clutch leaks that he wants to play for the Lakers, which we just went through this conversation with Kyrie. It's nearly impossible to make happen. Um, yeah. Money's there. If he's truly unhappy, which if he was truly unhappy about being second fiddle, he was the best actor I've ever seen. Like yeah. he was, you know, he was great at it. He um, was very, he was very supportive of Duran DeRozan's um, renaissance this last year. Like he was, he was, I feel like his biggest cheerleader. Yeah, I agree. So. And then on the Bradley Beal end, there was a report that came out last week that uh, he said he was going to opt out. And then he quote tweeted it on Twitter and said, wait, what? LOL, uh, which is a very Bradley Beal thing to do. Um, so 
Got to keep him guessing. He can't be like Malik Monk and show everybody his cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll play here for less money. So, yeah. Know, I, I listened to a couple Wizards things this past few days uh, just to kind of get a little feel for the for free agency. Um, How much free time do you have, Tim? When you're <laughs> – when like I – it's like when I work, I just play basketball and wrestling podcasts on and listen to that all, all right. while I work. Okay. So that's okay. what I do. Um, there are people, I'm guessing like the general consensus in DC, I don't want, I shouldn't say general consensus, but I'm starting to hear more and more of Wizards fans disapproving of Brad Beal. Um, Joe House even went as far to say on the Simmons pod last week that if you're going to win a championship with Brad Beal, he has to be your third guy, which shocked me that he said that. Um, and I kind of thought about it more and I was like, well, yeah, he doesn't play defense for shit. And, um, you yeah, know, he's obviously a great scorer, I, but yeah, I, I agree with house on that one. Bradley Beal is a second or third option on this. However, um, either you do assign it. Here's the thing. He is going, Oh, there it is. There it is. Joshua. Bradley Beal, the heat. All right. Okay. I would, All I right. would love that, but I still think Donovan Mitchell ends up with the heat. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Um, Bradley Beal is going to get paid this year. Uh, the Wizards can give him the most amount of money. I don't know how much. It's like $247 million or something there's talks of him signing for. Um, nobody else is going to pay that much money for them for him, period. Like I yeah. don't think there's going to be one other team that's going to even be in a remote ballpark for them because most teams don't have the money for it. And the ones that do, it's like, is he going to go to – Orlando, probably not. Detroit, but I don't think so. Detroit. Well, here's the thing. So with Detroit now, with Aiden out, you know who knows? Who knows, man? You know he might he might decide he wants to go play with a team that has. But if if I was a betting man, and I'm not, but I am right now, I think that he will. Not I think mind. so. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't do that. But. um I do think he's going to sign an extension um, with the Wizards. I, I don't. I, I don't think the Wizards are excited about it. I don't think the fans are excited about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even. And, and Bradley Beal's just gonna. He's just. He's just getting a paycheck. Um, and he may play the game for, you know, half of a season or maybe the full year, and then request out and try to get out. But the thing is, it's like I, I don't know who's gonna want him. So I. They're they're in a weird situation with Bradley Beal. Really, yeah. I don't think it's who would want him because I think teams would definitely want him. It's who can pay him. I mean, um, if if I was if I was the Wizards right now, I would be like, look, we'll do a sign and trade for you, but we're getting you out of here. Like, there's, I, I, he's still worth something right now. He's yeah. still worth something right now. I don't think he's going to be worth something a year from now. So, and that deal is going to look just terrible after a season or two i mean like he's gonna end up getting a deal that's where he's probably making what like 40 it's gonna be like the russell westbrook kind of deal where he's gonna be getting like 47 million dollars i mean that's that's absurd that's absurd for anyone that's not named lebron james kevin durant or Giannis. you know i mean like i don't know i our but guy, yeah. uh our guy derpy gaming just popped up he said he's uh apologizing he was super late <laughs> you don't have to apologize. We're just happy you're here, my friend. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I feel like uh, I feel like he is. Uh, I feel like he's probably going to be going to be signed long term. But I, you know, I'm hoping that they can get go ahead and 
get him off the books and move on from him because I, I feel like Washington deserves that and their fans deserve that. They need to move on. They're not making any progress. John Wall just is getting a buyout this week. He's going to go sign with the Clippers. I mean, like, what a disaster that was. Yeah. Um, you know, if they're just going to go ahead and start the rebuild again because, you know, they're the Wizards and that's what they do. Um, the Bulls would be very open to uh, one Kyle Kuzma coming to town in Chicago and playing a Bulls jersey. You, you know why they'd be? Because he, he burns them up every time he plays them. Yeah. Also, so. they need every every freaking guy that can shoot. Um, yeah. Every guy that can shoot. I, you yes. know me. I'm 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 a big I'm a big Kuz stand man. I can go back. He's he's one of my favorite uh, of the baby Lakers. So I really I really enjoyed his time in L.A. Yeah. Hey, you won a championship. Um, yep. So on the Levine side of it, you know, like we said, like fully suspect he'll be back in Chicago. Um, seems like both that's what both people want. Um, you know, I don't blame him one bit for listening to what's out there, but it, it's kind of a similar situation. Not many teams can offer him what the Bulls can. You know, he knows that if he stays there and things click, I mean, so this was Bobby Marks had it. I think they were like in the games that they had Lonzo this year, they were like 27 and 13. So like that just makes a bunch of uh, having him on the floor makes a big difference. And that seems just about getting guys who can shoot threes and play defense, because at that point you've got your scores, you've got, you know, you get Dale and Terry in the draft from Mount Arizona, which I like that pick. He's a really, really good long, long perimeter defender. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ricky O'Donnell talked about this the other day. You know, the Bulls need to probably get a really good shooting coach because the last three guys they've drafted are people who are well-known who struggled to shoot threes. Yeah. Um, you know, so Pat Williams, Io, and uh, Dale and Terry. So, you know, I fully suspect that those guys have the ability to do it. They just got to find their shot. And I, I feel like, I mean, Io didn't shoot. I mean, Io was a rookie. We didn't expect him to be as good as he was. So I'm right, not going to yeah. give him. I'm not going to complain one bit. He, he outperformed any sort of expectation that I had for him early on in the season. So he, and he became a, a very important part of that team. So, but yeah. Josh, I think Bobby Portis is actually going to be going back to Milwaukee. Um, it sounds yeah. like there's a lot of mutual interest there. Absolutely. So. Yeah, there's yeah. no way he leaves the Bucks. Yeah, it would be awesome. I would love to have him back. Um, I'll throw this out. Ricky O'Donnell threw out the idea today. Did you see this on Twitter? He threw out the idea of Mello coming to the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Ricky's uh, Ricky's smoking something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. I will say yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, I just I, I don't think there's going to be any interest from, from Mello. Uh, yeah, like 14 minutes a game. Sign me up. I'm in. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I would be down for. It. I just, I just don't see him doing anything like that. He's gonna go to a situation where he's with friends at this point. You know. Yeah, I agree. I bet he ends up with the Lakers again. I bet he kind of goes around and he's like, you know what? I'm living out here in LA. Why not? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Sure. Sure. All right, let's go to the Dubs. Let's talk about the defending NBA champions. So obviously, the biggest question here is. Do the Warriors run it back and at what cost? So Bobby Marks talked here. Um, they're twenty three million over the tax. They have the six and a half million mid-level and the veterans minimum available um, is, you know, and the points he brings up. So Wiggins, Jordan Poole, and Draymond Green, you know, we are already seeing, uh, we saw when they won the title, Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole celebrating saying they're about to get that bag and hell yeah, you are kids. Do your thing. Celebrate yeah. your ring. Get your money. Love it. Um, bench resources. I don't know if Otto Porter Jr. comes back for this team just because I don't know if they necessarily are going to be able to afford him because of the team nah. that want him. And then um, 
Looney's yeah. gone too. Yeah, and then yeah. is there is there youth expendable with Wiseman, Kuminga, and Moody? So I forgot. Oh, we haven't talked much about the draft. I loved what they did. I loved King Pat Baldwin at the twenty eighth pick. I know he had a bad year, but I do think he's gonna be pretty good in the NBA when he gets stuff figured out when he finds his role. Um, they got the point guard from uh, the second round. The kid they got from um, I think Akron. I forgot his name already. Yeah, uh, yeah. Liked him a lot. You know, liked his liked his like his video film a lot. Really sorry, I can't remember his name at the moment. So, so I think they run it back because they're the betting favorites to win again. And I think that you have to think they're going to win again with if they if they bring that roster back. Well, so it's going to be interesting. Well, here's the thing. So, and this is Clay came back this year after not playing basketball for two years. Okay, and he was still very good at moments in the in the playoffs. And um, I think he's going to be better again next year. Like I think he's going to get back to a slightly higher level. Having a I don't full think, off season for once. Having a full rehab. off season, absolutely. I think he's going to be in good shape. So, with that being said, Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole, if your team is willing to pay the tax on guys like Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, go ahead and do it. Because in the future, if these guys continue to be good on this squad, you might be able to move them later on. Go ahead and secure them, lock them down, get them get them their money, and do that. Now, with the youth that you have on that team, James Wiseman, like uh, I think I, I read that he said he was like 90% sure he's going to play in Summer League, which is kind of shocking to me, but I'm excited if he is. Um, he's going to have to come out of the shadows and actually contribute. Like if Because Kavon Looney... Kavon Looney, let me just bring up some stats here. Uh, extremely, extremely um, uh, dependable player of the last couple of years. I mean, it is wild just how dependable he has been um, looking at over his last couple of years. So he played, he played 80 games this year, <laughs> which is incredible. Yeah, that, fantastic. You know, so um, he has been super, super dependable, um, and he was he was instrumental in them winning another title this year. Now he's he's only twenty six too, so he's going to get paid. Um, you know, even though he only averaged six points, seven rebounds, two assists, he was he was definitely a high gear glue guy with that team. Um, and James Wiseman, they did draft him very high in the draft to come in and be this next monster. This was the, this was the, the, the consolation prize they got for losing and they're used, they used it on him. They've got to throw him out in the fire this year and see what he can do. They've got to do it. Um, also, I am super excited to see what Kaminga can, can bring too. Cause I really like that guy. I Me really, too. really like him. So um, I actually like Moses Moody. I think Moses Moody's a good NBA player. When yeah. He, like, he's he's to, gonna be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, both of those guys had flashes. So, um, being able to acclimate them into a, a rotation this next season because they're going to have to invest in those guys, just like you have these other guys. Jordan Poole, uh, prime example this year. I mean, just 
amazing what he did this year. Absolutely amazing. Like I like very I'm fun. I'm a very fun guy. Um just was a he fit like a glove on this team, man. And you're gonna need that. Draymond, going back to him. Draymond is getting up there a little ways. Um what kind of deal is Draymond gonna get now? I mean, I I if I'm Golden State, I don't know how much I'm willing to pay for Draymond and how long I'm willing to pay him for. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of Wait. like a he's kind of like the perfect guy for them. Um, he is. He is. I, but I he leaves he there. Well, I think he would do well other places. I just don't think he would do as well as he does there. Exactly. I mean, the the stuff that he did in the in NBA the NBA Finals game 6 this year was it was incredible. Like, yeah, what he was able to do, I, his motor, it was like he switched into another gear. He was taking the ball on the court faster than any other player. He was playing harder than anybody out there. He's not going to give you that every game, though. So, you know, but when he does and he does fit this roster so well, it's like I, you're kind of backed up into, you know, against a wall. I would be I would I would be a little bit hesitant to give him a ton of money, though. Yeah. Um, so I think they run it back, you know, they're going to complete, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Drapey gaming did mention, uh, thank God he's here because I did get his name wrong. It's Ryan Rollins from Toledo. Um, I knew it was Ryan Rollins. Guy. Okay. Yeah. Like him. Um, liked his game a lot. No people here aren't watching a ton of Mac basketball. Totally understand. Yep. So, all right, that brings us to the team who probably had the worst draft night of anybody, uh, the New York Knicks. So this topic here, uh, the Knicks are clearing space for Jalen Brunson, <laughs> which look, I really like Jalen Brunson. We yeah, all know same. if you listen to the show, I'm, I'm team Big East. If you played at a Big East school and you're in the NBA, I'm pulling for you. He I is. want you to win. Like you got, you are my dudes. I, I'm rocking with you. Um, and I like Jalen Brunson as a player. He showed, you know, he was really Dallas's number two guy for big stretches this year. Oh, um, yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I thought this was really interesting in the Ringers NBA free agency guide. They said Dallas draft and developed Brunson. The Knicks, though, are run by team president uh, Leon Rose, who used to be Brunson's agent, who is his dad's agent. And Leon Rose's son is now Jalen Brunson's agent. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We knew, like, once you know his dad was hired to be in the Knicks organization, you know that's what this play was. This is very Patrick Baldwin to Wisconsin Milwaukee NBA version, is what this is. Yeah. Um, and you know reports are coming out today that it's looking like he's going to get north of twenty five mil a year, which again, good for you. I like you. Get your money. But we are talking about Jalen Brunson here. Um, you had a chance. You had Jalen Duran in your hands. In your hands literally had his draft rights and you traded him. You traded him. Like you traded him because you wanted to have this like roster space. You want to clear the stuff out. You literally had two first round picks that you moved around through the night. You didn't keep either of them. Um, you're looking at a situation where you're still stuck with Julius Randall for the time being. I don't know how many, who's going to be dying to pay that money after the year he just had. And... <laughs> Look, you got off Kemba Walker, but it's not like you were paying the Celt what the Celtics were or the Thunder were from, from inheriting the Celtics contract. And, you know, so like Kemba wasn't making a ton of money there. I think Kemba's probably going to end up on the Lakers, to be honest with you, uh, once the Pistons cut him. Um, 
it feels or that that or it's going to be a John Wall thing where he doesn't play at all and just sits on the bench and collects a paycheck. Um, but yeah, this is just it's so Knicks, isn't it? It's like just the Knicksiest Knicks of the Knicks. It is, and they they deserve better. Um, that season two years ago, they they there was so much there was so much to look forward to, and Randall uh, was kind of a dick to the fans at the end of the season, yes, and he was. Che- he was checked out. Um, yeah, you're not wrong, Derby Gaming. That was that was the last competitive Knicks team, though the late night ninety nine, the ninety nine ones were the the last competitive ones. That was it. Um, but. Uh, getting rid of a rookie on a on a on a rookie deal who may very well be a very good player to make salary room for an undersized shooting guard to me is the nickiest nick move ever <laughs> and and this has this, this has like when they got Steve Francis like <laughs> Well, yeah, but even when they had that, there was still hope that Steve Francis was great. The thing is, we all know how this is going to end, okay? They're going to spend an astronomical amount of money on Jalen Brunson. He is going to come to town. He is going to underperform. Um, I hope not. I hope not either, but he's going to (laughs) underperform. Look, man, he's from Villanova. People are going to drive down from Philly to see him play every night. Like... Yeah, so but here's the thing, like like this is what you want to invest all your money in is here hear me out. Is Jalen Brunson the best player on a winning team? Like, no, not like even close. He's not even close. Like he might be the fourth. I mean, he was the second best at the end of the last Mav season. Okay? Yeah. He was the second best. And let me tell you something. That team was hurting at certain points, man. Like, yes, like were. you know, um, I'm really looking forward to Christian Wood going by there, by the way. I'm very excited about that. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, there's something cool about that. I don't know why. But I do like it too. Why Why invest all that money into Jalen Brunson? It's like you're, it's your, you're overpaying for a guy just to put some butts in the seats. But I don't know if he puts butts in the seats. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. This feels like you're gonna sign Jalen Brunson and you're throwing like Thad Young and maybe you make a run at Oladipo and three three seasons ago, Tim, they were gonna get Zion, Kyrie, (laughs) and Kevin Durant. Durant. They were gonna have all three of those guys, and they were they were gonna win the title immediately. Watching that video of Stephen A. Smith at the draft when he's just like in pain was amazing. Yeah. Um, Loved everything about it. So trying to look at like guys who could really end up being Nixiest Knicks players. So Chris Boucher is going to be out there, you know, from Toronto. Like him. Yes. All right. I'm from, I, I I like Boucher. I like him. Yeah. Um, Wesley Matthews is going to end up on the Knicks, isn't he? This is going to happen. Yeah. yeah, and someone's gonna get hurt. And he's gonna end up starting for somebody half the season. Yeah, um, Ricky Rubio is gonna be out there. Do you think he goes back to Cleveland? There's been that rumbling that he's gonna go back because he wanted to go back after the trade from his ACL injury. Yeah, I, I think he's going back to Cleveland. Um, I think, and I think that's gonna be his last stop too. I think that'll be Ricky yeah. Rubio's last stop. 
So because I the know he's going to retire that, soon. The Pacers have his bird rights, so that's where it gets interesting. Okay, I didn't. I was unaware about that. Yeah. Um, I have one more topic here, but I do want to kind of touch on them real quick because there was a comment I saw recently that was asinine about the Cavs, and I have to see your face when I tell you what I saw. Um, throw, but first, first, last topic I have planned here uh, was uh, what's next for Philly <laughs> and James Harden? God, and I'm just not, I'm not excited about any of these situations you've been push, pushing today. These are all bad situations, like all yeah. of them. So Sean Kennedy from Liberty Ballers wrote this talking about um, it sounds like James Harden is going to go back to Philly. Obviously he's not going to opt in though to the 47.3 million because he wants to sign PJ Tucker. Uh, what? Correct. That was my thought. Now look, I like PJ Tucker. Good role player. I mean, pro- the Bucks may not win a title without him. He was really good in that series. Um, but PJ Tucker, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's the one guy who gets James Harden to take less money. I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, man. He must like have a VIP at a club in Philly <laughs> or something. Like Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fascinating stuff. Um I mean, don't be wrong, Philly needs to get a lot of depth. They my, my my dogs are going crazy right now. If you can hear that through my microphone, sorry about that. It's because uh, they they're they're upset that James Harden's going to take a less a less of a deal for for PJ Tucker because it's ridiculous. Yeah, like Derpy Gaming here says here, uh, he's coming back for the cheesesteaks, not for the title. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's no, good. that's that's a hundred percent. He's gonna that one. Yeah. He's gonna hide that double chin with that beard, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We won't, I mean, we won't even know. <laughs> there was that whole thing where like Embiid was like, everyone expects him to be the Houston James Harden. He's not that anymore. Like, damn, bro. Like, it's true, but damn. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Philly is like the team version of Chris Paul, right? Where we're like. You know, man, like they get a couple pieces, they can put something together here, they can turn this around, they can really yeah. make a run at this, and they never do. It's like, but an injury gets in the way or some sort. So, yeah, there's a there's a very funny um, bit in one of the there's a new HBO show called Hacks uh, where they're at a bar in Philadelphia and they they said they were talking about um, the process. And the bartender was explaining to the two female leads. They're like, yeah, so they, they they were really crappy for a bunch of years and they got all these assets. And then they, they, they you know, ended up getting all these young, talented players. And she's like, what? Ha-? She goes, well, are they any good? No, he goes, no, they blow it every year. <laughs> <laughs> Very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not stoked about it either. Um, I don't care what money he's going to take. Um it could work. Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, Joel Embiid, that should be enough for you to be, to be competitive. But, you know, something's going to happen. Well, uh, Thi- uh, Matisse Thibel, he's gone. Like, they're going to move on yeah. from him. He's, he's, Sounds he's like the Bulls the are pretty interested. Great. Wouldn't it be hilarious if the Sixers traded him to the Raptors since he couldn't play in that series because he didn't get vaccinated? Didn't think about that. Yeah. Oof. Oof. All right. All right. 
Josh, the Clippers have the second lowest prediction to win the title right now. Odds, like, calm down. John Wall shot forty percent his last year. <laughs> he's trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to uh, just throw out something no one else is going to throw out, and then at the end of the year when the Clippers make the finals, he can be like, "You heard it here first. Ben Brown style. I like it. Yeah, Ben Ben Brown style. Yeah, swing for the fences, Josh. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So. I was throwing this out there because I wanted to kind of see your face when it was mentioned. Go for Obviously, it. as these young teams are moving forward, you know, Fox Sports had that had that article that Ben sent us the other day that very shocking. LeBron's keeping an eye on what the Cavs are doing. We all knew this, um, but there was legitimate gripes in the media asking if Darius Garland was max worthy. Like, are we we've seen the same player, right? Like. I mean, if Bradley Beal is maxworthy, then right. Darius Garland is definitely right. maxworthy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know, I know every. I know, I know point guards are like. There's so many good point guards in the league right now. Don't give. I understand this, but to have one that good, that young, this early in his career, yes. Yeah, I mean, you did not let him go. You don't let someone else take from underneath you. You give him that max. You keep him there. That's your guy of the future. You don't know what you're getting with Colin Sexton. You don't know if he's going to be healthy from breaking his wrist. You don't know if he's going to be back. You don't know if it's worth matching yet. We know if he's out there. I think they'll match it. I'm not confident. I wouldn't bet my life on it. But you do not let Darius Garland go anywhere. Oh, no, no, no. You move on from Sexton. Um, that's that's the way to go on that situation. And, yeah, <laughs> Darius Garland, if, if Jalen Brunson is worth $25 million <laughs> to the New York Knicks – <laughs> Darius Garland is definitely worth a max deal someplace right now because he is a young, exciting player. Um, he's and he's got it. Like he's he's got the tools to be great. So uh, yeah, that's that's come on, that's a clown statement. <laughs> this was from Facebook user, Deer and Fox of the Knicks. Um, not if they're paying Jalen Brunson thirty million dollars a year because they won't be able to afford him. Well, you know what? I don't know, man. Sometimes they like a two-point guard team, you know? So they could they could do that. I don't – De'Aaron Fox is one of those guys that um, – God, this Kings, man. What? <laughs> they <laughs> – Like, I know that – Ivy is sitting right there. He's right I there. Know. He's I right there. Work out for you, but you're going to flip and, him. You're and flip he, him. Well, no, no, I would have flipped the other players. I would have flipped De'Aaron Fox, so got like a wing or something. There's got to be somebody out there who wants De'Aaron Fox. I don't think there's a huge market for him, but there's got to be somebody, and you keep Ivy. Yep, yep. You do that. Like that was – or or like you said, you just go ahead and move him, but they're like, no, nah, we'll just draft what fits into our stupid roster anyway. I mean, don't be wrong. I like Keegan Murray. I don't oh, like yeah. Keegan Murray at four. I like yeah. him at like yeah. six. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's like they have some bonus now. It's like I they got Barnes. I don't know what the fuck they're doing over in Sacramento, man. It's it's that's another team. The NBA is a mess right now, man. <laughs> it is. So Derpy Gaming, he's a Cavs guy. He's in our he's in every week. And uh he said he loves the core but doesn't want to see LeBron come in and trade it away. Hot tick. If LeBron James goes back to the Cavaliers, this is the exact kind of team he wants. Yes. He will yes. not trade those guys away. No, and it, and if he ends up going there, he this is the thing. 
the Lakers do not have the balls to trade him, even if they know he's leaving. They do right. not have the balls to do it because it it would be it would not be great. Right. Um, so he is going to leave on his own accord, and he's going to leave them in shambles, just like he's left everyone, mm-hmm. like he always does. He just leaves mm-hmm. a trail of destruction in his way. He's like, yeah, go ahead, sign Tristan Thompson to a big deal, and sign Kevin Love, get him his Smith. deal, and J.R. Smith, and get all these Taylor guys their Horton deals. Tucker. Yeah, and, yeah, and then and and then I'm going to leave. Yeah, bye. You know, and then you're stuck with all this weird junk that doesn't fit with anything else. So, yeah, he's going to end up just going. He will go to Cleveland on his own accord. He's probably going to have to take less money if he goes over there. And he doesn't care. He's, he's a billionaire. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's he's he can do that. Yeah, I I don't think he goes there without all of the assets that they currently have in place. It was kind of like when when Kobe Bryant wanted to come to. Um, you know, he wanted, he was demanding that trade to Chicago and they were like, well, we'll trade, you know, Lou Alding and Ben Wallace. And he's like, I want to play with those guys, <laughs> you know, like, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think he gets traded in any situation. He'll come there with that team intact. They'll do something with Colin Sexton and, you know. We'll yeah. Like Sexton, Sexton and Okoro. Sure. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. Sexton, Okoro and Kevin Love. Yeah. You move on from those guys if you can get LeBron, but like, you do not let anyone touch Evan Mobley. You don't let anyone oh, touch no, Evan Mobley. No, 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 no. Or Darius Evan, Garland. Yeah, those guys are your future. And on top of that, I, I am a little I am a little sour at the idea of LeBron coming home a third a second time. Like it's just at this point, it's he's just been playing so freaking long. I mean, it'll be fun regardless. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Him with the new generation of the Cavs that came around after he left them in shambles. It'll be great. But at it the same time, like, it's uh, also feels like when Ricky Henderson went back to the A's for like that couple of years. He went back to the A's like three times, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you know? All right. He's like, Well, I just had fun with the Yankees. What about Oakland? No, like you know, Oakland and New York are very different. Yeah, you know, uh, Oakland. You know what? I think I might go and win a title with the Toronto Blue Jays and maybe go back, go back to, to Oakland. Oakland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's very accurate. All right. Well, cool, man. Um, this was fun. You know, I know we went an hour, we go into longer than we normally do, but had a lot to talk about, a lot of fun discussion. Um, the chat was great. Thanks you guys for hanging out. I'm really, Thank you really guys. loving that we're getting more in the chat every week uh shout out our guy derpy gaming who's a big fan so and facebook user yeah facebook user <laughs> and our and boy like josh <laughs> yeah and our boy josh so keep going keep it up tell tell all your friends about us uh we'll, we're here every week um i don't know i might try to put something together friday so, for instance three agency starts on thursday of just like the immediate reaction of things we'll find out we'll figure it out yeah see if, we'll see if my wife doesn't maybe, some, me. maybe something fun will happen who knows yeah, who knows? Um, but we know Jalen Brunson will be a Nick at like two o'clock. So like, yes, yes, yeah. there will it's be like tampering. The ball last year. It's like there yeah, will be exactly. there will be tampering. Yeah. Well, thank you all for tuning in, uh, whether it's on YouTube or checking out uh, on the audio feed. Have a good night, and uh, we will see you soon.